This episode of End of Time Talk is a continuation of my conversation with Dr. Joanne Woodard, the founder and director of Sally B. Howard School for the Arts in Wilson, North Carolina. The remainder of our conversation is just so beautiful and inspiring to me. We are hitting on racial injustice. We're talking about um, her shifts and in her belief and the legacy that she is preparing to leave. I really hope that something is said that will inspire you the same way that it inspires me. So enjoy. This is the continuation of a special creation. Uh, first, the first five years of our existence, we, we had 15 trailers sitting out there. Um, and we owned that land from the beginning. Uh, I don't even know why we did that, but God knew. Mm-hmm. And then when the law passed and we had that land, we could pull up trailers and put that in there. So that's how, that's how, that's how the school started. And it was rough. It always, any, any new venture is always, you know, kind of rough and problematic. Uh, but you soon forget all of those things. Mm-hmm. You soon forget all those crises. And you're just mm-hmm. looking back and reflecting and thinking uh, about the journey and how good God has been. And it's not over. I'm, it is not over, Adressa, Adresa. It is not over by a, a long shot. My my feeling and thought and vision for the school is it will go on for generations and generations yes, long will. after you and I are gone. Mm-hmm. So I always liken it to Duke University. Mm-hmm. They've been around more than 100 years. Okay. Um, and they have uh, endowments to ensure that they continue financially. Mm-hmm. And uh and that's part of our vision too, because we are dependent on the state. We are, if the state revoked us for any reason, which they 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 haven't and wouldn't, <clears throat> we're one of the most successful charter schools in North Carolina. And when we re- renew our charter, we get ten year. We get a ten year renewal, which mm-hmm. is the most you can get. You can get one year, three year, five year, fifteen. 20, uh, you know, uh, 10 years, and we have each time received a 10-year renewal because we are operating according to law. Mm-hmm. We, are, we are very successful in the community. Uh, we have a strong reputation f- for caring mm-hmm. and nurturing our children right. and doing the right mm-hmm. thing as best we know how. We are not perfect, and we do make mistakes, and we do have to be corrected like any other institution has to correct itself when things go left or go south. But but overall, financially, we're always clean uh, bill of health from the, what do you call that, when they come and do your, the views, you know, they come yeah. and do your uh, audits. Mm-hmm. The, the, the audits, mm-hmm. the financial audits, the federal audit, audits, because we have federal programs like, we're Title One school, we get dollars for that. We have uh, students with disabilities. We get dollars for that. These are all federal programs. So these programs are audited, and it has to, you have to be doing things right, or mm-hmm. else that word goes to the state. You have a ding on your record. There's shade over your operation, and when it comes time for renewal, if those things aren't cleaned up and everything is working fine, you're not going to get a 10-year renewal. You may get something else. So we, we follow Mm-hmm. We follow the the rules. We 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 do things right and for the right reasons. And God has blessed us. I remember God telling me, or the Holy Spirit speaking to me, when we were having the uh, when we first started the the summer camp, uh, Adresa, and what I heard in my spirit, you know, what I heard, what bubbled up in my spirit is just, a, you know, I love the fact that God speaks uh, 
in just small words and phrases, not a lecture. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of words. It gives you one or two mm-hmm. words that just resonate and ring, and you keep it, it. It keeps coming up and bubbling up, and and then you pay attention to those little to those statements to mm-hmm. those to those messages. You pay attention after it comes over and over and over again. Okay, I let me, I, I I see you. Let me let me take right. some take some time and and meditate on what you're talking about. But he said this: as long as you do the right thing for the right reason. Mm-hmm. And not take favorite, not be, not show favoritism. You know, I'll be with you. As long as you do the right thing for the right reason, I'll be with you. Mm. I'll never forget that. Mm-hmm. And and the, the temptation, uh, the opportunity to do wrong mm-hmm. was constant at that time. Now, people know who we are. And, and our character and all mm-hmm. this, it don't bother us mm-hmm. with uh, under the table kinds of things. Okay. But it was something as simple, things like uh, when we were doing the summer program, there were certain things we needed, like a, you know some school official to be at the school, to open the school. We didn't have keys to get in there, mm-hmm. but to open the school, close it, you know, and if we needed anything, that was our go-to person, a school official. And that school official said, what am I getting out of this? Mm. Was what's in it for me? That was that was an opportunity to do something wrong, mm-hmm. for us to do mm-hmm. something wrong and under the table. And I said, well, and I was scared to talk to these people, talk to them and say because these were my elders, mm-hmm. man. These were school officials that have been around this county for years when I was a child, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say something contrary, right. or I'm going to. I was just stumbling. You hear me? I was mm-hmm. stumbling with my words. To respond to that, I knew I couldn't do that. Right. So I said, "Well, well, I don't know because you know, if you're already on the payroll, and then we pay something, isn't that double dipping?" Hmm. You know, I knew what I was saying, mm-hmm. but I was scared to say, say it. it to my elders, mm-hmm. to my elder. But I would, it would come out awkward and stumbling and mm-hmm. crazy talking, you know, mm-hmm. with, you know, I just wasn't confident to speak mm-hmm. like that to somebody that is that mm-hmm. high up. And, and I'm sure that helped you, though. It helped me. Build that time. confidence. Yeah. Because I knew what was going to mm-hmm. happen if I started doing this stuff under the table. I knew mm-hmm. it. I had already been informed mm-hmm. in my own mind, heart, and spirit by the Holy Spirit. I knew that. Mm-hmm. So I'm wanting to do the work that we came here to do. I want to help these children. I want to provide these opportunities right. and give this these experiences to the kids. I wanted that more than I wanted to bow down and cow down to mm-hmm. some authority that I had held in high esteem. Mm-hmm. So I would just stumble through it and say it mm-hmm. either way, anyway. And so that that would do that would be. But that was the type of uh, corruption that was being offered to me. You know what what's in it for me? Mm-hmm. Because you know, black folks mm-hmm. over the years have been uh have been not just accused but have gone down that path quite a bit. I'm old enough to know block grants and CETA and things like that back in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Uh when after the civil rights act and all that and discrimination came down and that type of thing, the the government poured quite a bit of money in the black communities to help build up the community help provide resources, economic resources, jobs resources, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. They they were called block grants. And they sent that money to black leaders. Mm. 
in the community. That's who were the recipients. And I'm, I'm, I hate to say it, but what they did, there was mm-hmm. nothing but corruption when the money got in their yeah. hands. They lined their pockets mm-hmm. and then had a little crumbs mm-hmm. left out for a little program here, a little program there. Mm-hmm. That's the history. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm coming along to do a program for kids like that, that's the first question. What's in it for me? I, I'm supposed to do you this job. Mm-hmm. I, I'm already getting paid to open the building every day. But now I'm just asking you mm-hmm. what's in it for me. And then I needed bus driver, mm-hmm. bus driver here or there to take the kids to the park, to take the kids to the outings, to take the kids. We didn't pick them up and from home in the mornings. They got there on their own, walking, running, driving, whatever, you know, being dropped off. But when we went away, and we went, we did a lot of trips. And there was no, for some, there was no, and, and these are professional people. They got money. They're making money. Mm-hmm. You hear me? Mm-hmm. But they want to know what's in it for me. Mm. I'll do it, but, you know, I got to sit up and, 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 and contend with these Holland Jacks over here, these, these rowdy children. Because, you know, these were low-income children now. They weren't, mm-hmm. they weren't middle, upper middle. Well, they never had any upper middle, but they weren't, mm-mm. They weren't the children of the, of the upper echelon. They mm-hmm. were just their neighbor. They were round away boys and girls. Mm-hmm. They were little children, little babies' mm-hmm. children and that type of thing. That's who they were now. And so they they had this back this thing about I don't want to be mm-hmm. you, what you gonna pay me to 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 to, to drive these rascals around. Do you think them? you got um, tried more um, by being a black woman, a black businesswoman, mm-hmm. that they tried you even more because of that? Yeah, I think so. I think so. But it was more that she's a youngster. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was forty, but they're mm-hmm. sixty and something. Mm-hmm. It was that I was. Who am I? Mm-hmm. I'm not even the child of a professional person. I'm a roundaway child in a sense. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I always had, I was a great achiever. All my, my sisters, brothers, cousins, we were all great achievers, but we were just blue collar, children of blue collar workers, laborers, brick masons, uh, domestics. My mom was a domestic and worked at a restaurant on Highway 301, short order cook. Mm-hmm. We weren't anybody. So I think part of it was who is she? Mm-hmm. I mean, they know who I am, and I have a, a, a you know, character, and, and they recognize that. But I'm not anybody professional. I'm not, I, I had a PhD at the time, too. But I'm not the child. The way they see me mm-hmm. is as a child that went to school, and, 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 and I taught her, or I knew of her. I was on a society kid. You know, right from the start, we did our work, and we made, we achieved a lot. I got scholarships to go to college and all But still, I'm not in their echelon. Mm-hmm. I'm not in their neighborhood, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, well-respected family, too. I'm not putting anybody, putting myself or my family down, but we weren't just in that, uh, we weren't in that class. Mm-hmm. So I think part of the reason to say that to me is because, I'm just stepping out here on faith. I don't. Right. I'm, I don't even have a teaching degree. I have Who no idea. Who am mm-hmm. I? That yeah, I I can be. Able, in fact, they would probably be more comfortable talking to someone that was from their community right. and their element than even me. But they were comfortable speaking to me and and proposing these things to me. And I was very uncomfortable turning it. You know, saying mm-hmm. no, I don't think we can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's won't won't that be a problem? Mm-hmm. Uh, this kind. I was equally uncomfortable. Uh, Talking to them mm-hmm. at first, mm-hmm. I cried. Mm. I surely did. 
Because uh, the first year, the first summer we operated, I called the people and the, the, the parents into the St. John Church uh, one evening early on to tell them what they could expect and just have a parent meeting type of thing. This is what we're going to try to accomplish. Mm-hmm. This is why we're here. This is our purpose. This is what we want to achieve. That was my purpose of having the meeting. And uh, I'm not going to name anybody, but another similar educator, high-profile educator in the community, stepped up and said, well, you know, parents, talked to the parents and said, contradicted me, talked to the parents and said, well, you know what I think they need is is some more book learning. That's not the words he used. I'm just saying mm-hmm. this is what is the point. You know, because these were the low-income kids, probably many of them failed their grades and all that. But we were doing uh, ELA, English Language Arts Skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was our goal. We weren't mm-hmm. going to do all the subjects and all that. He said, well, I'll tell you, I think that what they need is not a lot of, um, you know, trips and mm-hmm. fun and all that. They need to be really getting on their studies and getting, you know, working on those things that they need to learn to get ready back for school. I mean, and they knew him. Mm-hmm. More than they knew me. I'm just back in town for a few months. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it was 1989. I've been here a couple of years. But still, yeah. That's what the parents are saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he that, that was the conversation he was having with them. And I sat there feeling completely sabotaged and undone and knowing they would listen to him more than they would listen to me because I'm just introducing something brand new. And who are you? Here again, mm-hmm. it's who are you? Mm-hmm. I know who you are. I, you know, I have high regard for you, but you haven't been here teaching, administering, being a principal anywhere. Who are you? What do you know? Because I'm telling them things like, we're going to get the work in. We're mm-hmm. gonna get the work in, but we're going to we're gonna get it in in such a way that they don't know they're learning. You know, right. we our first objective uh, ob- objective is to make them want to come every day because mm-hmm. they ain't got to. Mm-hmm. We gotta have something. We, we're planning to offer this thing here and get to, so that they'll want to be here. Right. We're gonna have some good times. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have some fun. It's gonna be where they wanna go every mm-hmm. morning, early in the morning. That's the first thing. But we're giving them that uh, writing, reading, uh, memorization. It was all ELA mm-hmm. focused. They, but they won't even know that they're learning. Right. That's the kind of thing. Right. And after I said those things and made my case, he got up and said, what I think they really need is. Mm-hmm. And so I sat there feeling totally defeated, honestly, in that church. Mm-hmm. And I actually began to weep because I felt. I don't, I don't, I felt I can't do anything mm-hmm. about that because they're saying, yeah, yeah, they need this. And the parents were responding very vigorously to what he was saying. So I just sat there feeling defeated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toby Fitch came up to me, came down the, came up to me while I'm sitting there because I'm frozen, really. I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed mm-hmm. because I can't help but the tears to flow. And I don't want to look like that. I don't want to be that way in front of right, folks. Right. I'm in the front row, so you, everybody in the back wouldn't know. But Toby came up to me and said, come on, come here. But I actually think before he came, jump, not, not, I'm going to name the person. The person who was speaking mm-hmm. came down to me because he saw 
my dim mm-hmm. countenance at that point. And <clears throat> so he came down and said something. I don't know what he said. Mm-hmm. I said, but I the only thing I said is, I can't talk about it. I was so overcome. Mm-hmm. I was so floored. I, I can't talk about it. Then uh, uh, so Toby Fitch came up and said, come with me. Come on, come on with me. He helped, he got me out of there. Mm-hmm. And he put me in his car and he drove around. And he said, are you going to let somebody come in and take away and take over mm-hmm. something that you have begun? You know, a good thing that mm-hmm. you have begun. And I told you, he and G.K. Butterfield financially helped me right in the first day. They mm-hmm. went and to the store and got bologna and bread and mayonnaise mm-hmm. and started slapping sandwiches so we could feed them 420 children that first day. So, and he's, you know, so anyway, I just, you know, I said no. But I was, you know, I was just lost mm-hmm. right then and there. Oh, I feel full right now even thinking of recalling that. But I want you to know the next day that same individual who had taken over that conversation with the parents, uh, came and said, I don't remember what he said, but he made it known that, mm-hmm. you know, hey, I'm not going to bother this. Right. You know, I, 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 let go ahead and do what you need to do. Because I had started it and it was going, I mean, this is like in the first week, and he had done none of that. It was like somebody coming over and taking right. control of right. what you had started. Right. You could start it too. You mm-hmm. could have started one, mm-hmm. but you didn't, mm-hmm. and you haven't all these years. You know because there's not that kind of caring. There really just isn't that kind of caring for this element of student of right. children. There's caring for certain ones, mm-hmm. and I'm going to provide all kinds of wonderful things for certain ones. Mm-hmm. I'm talking still black now, mm-hmm. but this, this, these ruffians from the street, I ain't standing there. And mm-hmm. that's what your light. That's what your actions have shown, uh, and all the elite right. blacks have shown, all the way up to that point. <clears throat> so anyway, he 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 didn't bother, he didn't bother anything after that. And so we went on and had a great year, and then this great coverage, G, uh, uh, Wilson Daily Times coverage. They really did an awesome job at the end of the year. And Toby Fitch called them in to do it. Mm-hmm. And he said what he didn't want to be included in the in the article, you know, mm-hmm. you know, make it a good article, right? Show the success of this, and from there we were off. You know, we we, we got good, and the next year the city gave us twenty five thousand dollars, and wow. every year after that, mm-hmm. the first year we had no money, but the next year they gave us twenty five thousand dollars. They thought it was they saw it as a great success too. And the community, the children, the parents, and then we had a great following going on after that. We, 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 we didn't have to run out and try to get kids to come. They were standing in line. If we announced one Saturday morning to register down there at Elvis Street School, mm-hmm. we had a line f- extending all the way out into the yard, and we could we we would uh, register three hundred children just that morning. We didn't have to have two days of registration. Nothing. There would be a line from inside all the way up. We have a picture of that somewhere mm. uh, from 6 o'clock in the morning. It wouldn't even, uh, registration wasn't until 7 or something like that. Mm-hmm. They already be out there because they want to get in there and be in the first 300 so that that kid can, because it, it, it would close, you know. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have any more room after that. So, 
Yeah, thank you wow. for the chance to go back over that. You're so welcome. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank mm-hmm. you. I, because I'm sitting here, I'm, I'm learning a lot, and I'm also um, <clears throat> receiving some some confirmation just because um, you had said something about nurturing the the kids, and I think that's one of the reasons why um, you and and what you're creating has been so successful because of the love and the care that you put into what you're doing. You are absolutely right. Mm-hmm. That's that is look, the only force in the in the universe that can defeat evil or, you know, negativity is love. That's the only force. That's the only force that has that power. Mm-hmm. So, uh when things are done from the heart with love, they usually and if it's in the will of God. Right. They usually, and if not always, it works out. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm confident that that is the whole the whole story. Uh, if your if your if your intentions and your right. your heart, you, you know, you're there to help, not to get not to get anything back except the satisfaction of mm-hmm. hey, we, you know, uh, Martin Luther King said when I'm when I die. And I, I don't want you talking about or putting on my tombstone, here lies a man who won the Nobel Peace Prize. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to put down my degrees. I don't want any of that on my tombstone. Now, I don't know what they actually did, but he made that clear. He said, I want you to say, here lies a man that tried to help somebody mm-hmm. along the way. It boils down to that. Mm. How how does it feel, Dr. Woodard, to be able to say you're you're looking down and doing the work, mm-hmm. you know, for for all of these years, um, and you have been able to um, bless, nurture, and see um, thousands of children. I mean, hundreds of thousands, <laughs> probably to you know to to grow up, mm-hmm. and you're so. Um, personable too. Mm-hmm. Like I remember staying at your house, you know, spend having sleepovers and oh, yeah. you know and and you would correct us if need, you know, need be. But how how does that? And I see you with the children. Now I think I came here um it probably was like 2 years ago and um you gave me like a a quick tour of everything and children were running up to you just hugging you like we couldn't even walk down the hallway for a minute without someone coming and hugging you. But just to receive that that type of love from them, how does that feel? Energizing. Mm. It's it, it gives me energy to carry on. It, that's you know the reason for carrying it on for 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 them for that you know these are precious God's precious children right and they're here for a reason I mean this is I I, I always see God you know everything that we do mm-hmm. because they, make no mistake about it yes. this is his yes. school this is his will and yes. he's using all of us as instruments to pour life to pour goodness to pour something special into the people that are here not just the children too by the way but the right. children first of all mm-hmm. but all the staff that are here mm-hmm. that this is this is you know so you, i feel privileged mm-hmm. you know i feel like oh my god how did i ever come to deserve such a life such as what we have here uh, you know and an mm-hmm. experience such as this you know i i don't know how i did that that's me right there at age five that's what i want you to see mm-hmm. how did i go from there to here mm-hmm. how did i I didn't I I didn't go from there to here. It's you know, it's uh 
God's plan for yes. our lives. Yes. And uh, if we are willing, yes, that's mm. the thing. If we are willing, uh, even when we don't understand it and don't really know it, and we can't see it, we, we don't know what's going to happen, but we're willing to do right by people. Mm-hmm. There's a sign outside that says, we're here to do good things for others. Mm-hmm. You saw that banner out yes, there. Ma'am. That's when you come into the lobby. We are here to do good things for others. And others. And look, outside, I don't know if you noticed that coming in, there's a statement on the entrance to the, to the building that mm-hmm. says, how should we treat others? Mm-hmm. And the, refer- re- the response is, there are no others. We are here to awaken from the illusion of our separateness. Mm. So we are one people. That's yes. who God made. One son, one people, that, well, part of the human race. The only race we belong to is the human mm-hmm. race. You know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. I mean, it's a little lofty. It's a little mm-hmm. esoteric. It's a little... But as you age, mm-hmm. and, and sometimes kids, people are... Are into that understanding well before they age. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, that's that's what gives me joy, and that's what gives me hope, and that's what gives me the satisfaction to know that we're in good hands mm-hmm. with the generation that's behind us. Mm-hmm. That's that's good, responsible for our well-being as we go as we age. I have no no doubt. I don't care, you know, what's going on. Mm-hmm. I don't dismiss what's going on, but uh, even the racial divide mm-hmm. that has gotten even worse. Uh, here lately, but it's always been there. It's not right. like these are. Uh, this just came on the scene. These mm-hmm. uh, white nationalists and this Charlottesville and all mm-hmm. like that. Just like that just came on the scene. That's been there from the beginning of the uh, from the from the beginning of the story of this country. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so even that is just you know could be oh my gosh it's gonna turn out bad and oh my god oh my god it's not oh my god. It's all working out the way it's supposed to work yeah. out, and things are going to end up because it has to. When mm-hmm. I say that, I mean, how can a country, how can this country ever heal and be whole and be the great country that we think we are, mm-hmm. you know, and, and maybe many want to be, or the great country that we're uh, meant to be, is, will be, when we, have, when we have not acknowledged or... Mm corrected yes. or resolved or reconciled or we haven't handled we we're still in denial mm-hmm. about the hate about the evil Sweet that was that was perpetrated that uh, low these many years ago mm-hmm. and still in its own different form right it's still being perpetrated right okay how how can how can on that foundation can you thrive and be uh uh you know be the greatest nation on the planet it can't happen it can't happen. That's just that's, that's that's like a principle of the universe. It's just like the principle of karma. Mm-hmm. What you give out will come right. back to you. Right. If you're sowing evil and and negativity and hatred and all that, it's gonna come back to you in some form or another. And that things don't have to happen overnight. Right. It may take two hundred years right. or five hundred years, uh, but it's coming back. That's mm-hmm. just a principle of the of the of mm-hmm. creation. Mm-hmm. That's not a a, 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 a law. Uh, or for this country and not for the next country. That there are universal principles that govern the operation of the of the universe, mm-hmm. and and we're just one planet in the universe, and that are governing the operation of all the planets in the galaxies. Mm-hmm. This is no accident. This is not nothing is happening willy nilly. Right. It's really, it's really not. There is a creator. Mm-hmm. And when he set 
this uh, when he set creation in motion, I like to say he's not sitting here tinkering with you and tinkering with me and tinkering with anybody else. Oh, I think I'll do this. I think I'll do that. No, ma'am. He set the law. He set laws in motion. He has mm-hmm. set laws in place. He has set principles of operation of the universe in place that work on their own because he's already established it. He didn't have to come back and change things and tweak in your mm-hmm. life. And some of the principles are choose goodness. Choose right. righteousness, right. and righteousness is going to follow you. And even when you choose unrighteousness, you always have the chance to undo that, to redo that, and to come back into your, uh, come back into who you are, mm-hmm. return to who you are, and who I made you to be. So it's not even when we go left, we we always have that. That's the beautiful thing about a forgiving God, isn't it? You always mm-hmm. and those things are are principles of the universe. Right. They're not we didn't. They're not decided upon year after year, mm-hmm. era after. Everything is working out as it should. You know, there's a, there's a piece of work from Desiderata, something called Desiderata. It's just a, a, a writing. It's a writing. I don't even think it has an author. And I, don't, I can't recite the whole thing, but it does start out with go placidly, meaning serenely, mm-hmm. into the universe. Everything is working out as it should. You know, everything is set. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like uh, there is no option because mm-hmm. that's the thing he gave us that right. he didn't give the animals. He gave the rest of the planet just instincts and, you know, uh, you know that you grow from a tree, from a seed to a this. That, that's mm-hmm. just going to, that's how it's mm-hmm. set up. Right. But for us, he gave us choice. Mm-hmm. Freedom of will, freedom of choice. I guess that makes it more interesting. Right. That, and so... Every choice we make has a consequence. And and the good thing about it is we can redirect ourselves. We can correct. We can go into correction mode and then come back to, you know, because who's perfect? Nobody's perfect. You know, we. so I'm just saying that's my view of the, the universe. And, and so consequently, I have kind of separated myself somewhat or, 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 or shifted from church. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as the preaching and the teachings of the church. Uh, so I, it doesn't fit with me mm-hmm. anymore. Um, now, I, and I'm not better because I love church and I love singing and I'll go. Uh, but there's something not quite mm-hmm. right that makes sense to me. And it mm-hmm. never has, but I've been in the church all my life. Mm-hmm. So, so that, that, you know, I think we're a little off in some of those areas. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's good. It does good and all that kind of stuff. But mm, you get what I'm saying. Telling the same story a, a bit. That's how I feel. Because I um, had that transition awakening, which I'm grateful for my upbringing. Because I was brought up in the church as well. Um, but, you know, as I got older and just started to uh, see things for myself and, and really listen to God for myself yeah. and getting to know God for myself. I hear you. I, um, <laughs> the, the same things have came about, like the same principles mm-hmm. as you. It's mm-hmm. like, we, we are one. We mm-hmm. are, you know, uh, the human race. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. there, there mm-hmm. is no, no division mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. until we cause it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like, uh, I don't recognize the God you're talking to me about. Mm-hmm. I don't recognize the, from my own personal mm-hmm. experience, uh, this is not the God that I know. Uh, and, you know, for example, uh, uh, a jealous God. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
you know, uh, a God that uh, has a hell for you. Right. Mm-mm. One that we that should it, fear. That a God to fear. Yeah. That, you know, I don't, I don't recognize that. And right. that's not been my experience for 71 years either. Right. right. I've, I, 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 you know, this is the most loving God. I, I, it brings me to tears to think about his goodness and his kindness, his forgiveness, how he has carried me through and brought me through all the worst situations mm-hmm. in my life and not judged me and still is there for me. I mean, I don't know this God that, to, uh, that I'm supposed to fear. I love mm. this God, but I don't fear this God. I love this God mm-hmm. because of his love for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't, you know, I don't fear him. And I, I cannot imagine that there's a hell that he would put any of his creation in. You know what I'm saying? That that, that can't be. So, and, and there's a lot of l- literature that mm-hmm. lines up with the way I see things. As a matter of fact, I became more comfortable uh, with my thinking. And, and uh, when I read a book called A Course in Miracles, A Course in Miracles, and uh, it's a thick 700 page. I was on a trip to one of the countries we were traveling to, and I, I just poured my whole head into that thing and read the whole thing while I was there. But I, I began to see uh, see in in writing my own self, mm-hmm. which I had didn't see myself in 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 many of the um, the writings of church and and the, all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But when they when they started when I started seeing that um, you know God is only of one nature and that is love. He is not this and that. There are no opposites in God. He is not both good and evil. Mm-hmm. You know. It, that is not who the creator of the universe is and all the, and all those kinds of things. So I, I started to, you know, uh, be able to embrace it because it wasn't just some cockamamie thought that I had, mm-hmm. but that's uh, that's actually a philosophy. Let's mm-hmm. just say it. Let's call it a philosophy or a way of seeing and doing it, right. uh, seeing, you know, who we are in the in the in the realm of God. And it was Christian based. It wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't some other kind of but it was based on you know, the principles that we do know and learn. So I'm just saying, I, I uh, took me a couple of years to kind of shift from, mm-hmm. the, from the church because I was a leader in the church. I was uh, there every time the door opened and all that kind of stuff. And so it took me, it took, took me a couple of years to get the courage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to speak to my pastor and say, you know, I just, I'm, I'm biting my tongue. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not receiving, uh, what I think I should, but just there's a, there's a thing in me. There's a shift in me that wants me to come aside. I hear from God to sir. And he's saying, come aside, come aside, not, not go find another church, right? Not church hopping. Cause I don't, I didn't do that. And that wasn't the message. The message was come aside and let me speak to you. Mm-hmm. Let me teach you. Let me guide you. Just me mm-hmm. directly, mm-hmm. me and you. You, you, you know, come aside. And I did not even know what that meant, but I got the courage to say to the, to the bishop that, you know, I, I, uh, yeah, here again, when I'm saying something that I am uncomfortable saying, mm-hmm. don't know how to say, feel awkward saying to authority mm-hmm. and people I regard, I am just, uh, you know, I, I, I don't say it well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get it out. Mm-hmm. Eventually, yeah. but uh, I am stumbling. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just going through this thing to tell you what I know I need to tell you, but I'm so, you know, I don't mm-hmm. really know how to tell you these things. Mm-hmm. So, uh, th- but then, uh, you know, I got a good reception from that. And from that time until now. So what happened after that was that I actually uh, was invited 
not even planning because I didn't know what I was going to be doing. Mm-hmm. But I was invited to join a meditation group that I stayed with for eight years. Mm-hmm. And just recently, this group has disbanded. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, not that it's not still, not that the individuals aren't still meditating, but they, but the, the head of it, uh, you know, was led. And at first I kind of resisted that because even if we weren't going to be but once a month, it was still helpful to me. Mm-hmm. But then I see what, why that was necessary even for me. Right. Because things changed in my life and I really wouldn't have time for that mm-hmm. again. And I've had eight years of it and it has just transformed me. So now I'm sure there's another thing for me from there on. But we've gone way mm-hmm. over the way uh, straight away from the whole conversation i think yes but um when you were talking about not knowing god is someone um to fear yeah do you think that um the the fearing part because there's there's a lot of um i'm gonna say scare Mm -hmm. tactic when it comes to um church and and the religion and Mm -hmm. christianity particularly with black people like our our type of churches like do this or you're going to hell do this do you think that comes from a a slave mentality like subconsciously from because we were like taught that to do something or this is going to be just like um uh spare the rod spoil the child i have a a kind of a different perception on that (laughs) because it's like I'm I'm beating you out of love, so we're teaching that love hurt. Like if that, I hurt you, that means that I love you, and that can translate into so many, you know, things growing up, abusive relationships mm-hmm, and things like mm-hmm. that. So do you think? I that, agree, and and I'm teaching you violence is the way to resolve right behaviors or to resolve conflict. Right. It's you do it through violence, right, and not proper communication, right, right. yeah. And let me just say that uh, one thing that one uh, very smart and uh, anointed uh, counselor therapist said to me, and I'm using it now for the school, is that you want to, when children's behavior is inappropriate, you want to correct it. You don't want to punish the kid. It's not a punishment. We want correction. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I feel like I got to punish you for mm-hmm. what you did versus... I need to correct you because that behavior is not will not lead to a good thing or something mm-hmm. like that. So just the difference between being punished and being corrected. Right. Yeah. Right. Here at the school, I'm, I, mm-hmm. I, I use that. So yeah, I think it could. I haven't thought about it deeply like you have mm-hmm. in that on that line, but it does make sense. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of the vestiges of slavery are part of uh, the mistrust among blacks still this day. Mm-hmm. If it's if it's if it's a black thing, I'm not going to be supportive of it. You know mm-hmm. that's white and black, mm-hmm. but blacks feel the same way. Mm-hmm. They, it, it takes a, it would take an enormous amount of uh, um, effort to gain the trust as a black organization. It's probably not as much now. So those are some of the vestiges of slavery, mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Our thinking about ourselves, our right. thinking about others, the trust or mistrust, and you know the trust was deeply mm-hmm. ruined mm-hmm. in uh, during the two hundred and fifty years of slavery. Now, don't forget. That's not six years of a Holocaust. Right. That's 250 years, generation after generation after generation. You have completely lost your way. You don't know who you are. You know nothing about where you came from. Your your traditions, your values, everything is gone. And you have been remade into some kind of monkey. Mm-hmm. 
You know, you've been reprogrammed mm -hmm. into some kind of other thing, but not who you are. So, so many vestiges of, and it's through fear and, and abuse and that, that, that kind of, and just unconscionable mm -hmm. acts right. perpetrated against a human being. Mm -hmm. Castration, lynchings, all of that. Unconscionable. Mm -hmm. So, and that's 250 years of it right. until Emancipation Proclamation. And then after that, it was uh, KKK and Jim Crow for another 150 years mm -hmm. until the Civil Rights Act of 1964. And 50 years later than that, it's the, uh, it's the, the, uh, the newest iteration is the uh, prison industrial complex. Right. That's the newest iteration of enslavement. Mm -hmm. And that's still with us. And those little meaningless little rhetoric and pronouncements about prison reform and all that, it's coming. I mean, I'm, I'm, but there'll be a newer, or, or no more, right. there'll be a newer version of the same kind of enslavement mm -hmm. with a different name, name. Right. for the next 50 years until it stops, mm -hmm. until, it's, until there's an embrace, until there's a recon, it's not a reconciliation, but there's a recognition and an acknowledgement mm -hmm. that even though I, I wasn't the one who perpetrated it, which is what that man was saying when the politician said, well, th th these things were not done by us. These things were done. I'm not responsible for what was. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, but, you know, eventually I think uh, we'll, I have to say this about the, 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 the Sally D. Howard thing too. Mm -hmm. There's a connection. And that's this. When I came back to Wilson with my three children, when we were in California, my kids were in the GATE program, Gifted and Talented Education. They were smart. Mm -hmm. And so when I came to Wilson, and I had promised my kids it was going to be better over here, mm -hmm. I took, took their records. You know, this is a record of their psych, uh, psychological evaluations, their, you know, the programs that they're in, their school records. I brought their school records. And I placed them to the school. And the lady told me, well... Um, um, well, what did she say? But the, the bottom line was, um, they weren't going to recognize that mm -hmm. for the children, for the girls, the girl, the, the boy was second grade. He wasn't in anything, but the girls were in the gate program in California. And, uh, so she politely tried to tell me that that wasn't going to happen here. Mm -hmm. You know, you didn't have blacks in the AG right. program here. Right. And this was in, um, what did I say, 86? Mm -hmm. So I said to her, if you have a program for the gifted and talented and my kids aren't in it, there's something wrong. There's something wrong here. I'm not asking you to do me a favor. Mm -hmm. I'm providing you with the, right. it, with the data that based the, upon which the, the placement into the gifted and talented program is based. You have to have a certain IQ. You got to score a certain way on these tests in order for you to qualify. It's not somebody's good idea. It's not some favor somebody's doing for you. I said, I'm not asking you to do me a favor. I'm just asking you to uh, recognize that here's the data that supports that. Eventually, they got in. You know, eventually they got in. But I had to raise some sand mm -hmm. for that to happen. Um, I spoke to God mm -hmm. around that time. Mm -hmm. And I said to, and the, what came, the words that came out of my mouth were, how long? How long, Lord? Mm -hmm. How long? 
is it going to be before your people, I'm talking about blacks now, will get justice? Hmm. How long is it going to be? You know, it's already 400 years. Is it another 400? I'm asking, and I'm upset. I'm upset when I'm speaking that, and I'm hurt, deeply hurt when I'm speaking that out loud. Mm -hmm. How, is it 400 more years, Lord? Is it gonna be 400 more years before justice, before the right, before the wrong uh, perpetrated against uh, your people will be, will be uh, rectified? Mm -hmm. I'm crying out to him and asking that. And you know what he said? <laughs> he said, that's why I made you. Mm. And I shut my mouth mm -hmm. because I understood it immediately. Get to work. Mm. That's what I'm saying to my, mm -hmm. no, I got you. I sent you. I made you. And, the, and, the, and my subtitle is, so get to work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can fix it. I need you. I mm -hmm. sent you. I have you here. I made you mm -hmm. to be an instrument of my will to mm -hmm. fix that thing, to help, to move it along. Mm -hmm. It ain't going to happen overnight, but right. it's got to go right. this way or that way. Oh, my God. And that's when I, I, I didn't say, I didn't, I never cried again about it. I never said it, another thing to him about it. I just understood it immediately understood it. And mm -hmm. then I did just get to work. Mm -hmm. Don't cry about it. Get up there and do something mm -hmm. about it. That's Sally B. Howard talking to now. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, and in that regard, I got to tell you this about what she says. She said, all my life, I heard people say, oh, they ain't going to let you do that. They. Mm -hmm. The word is the operative. Right. They. You, you think you're going to go down there? They ain't going to, that ain't going to happen. They ain't going to let you do this. Who you think you are? They ain't gonna let you. They ain't gonna let you. Mm -hmm. They ain't gonna let you. Any good idea, you know, any idea about, you know, how you want to change things and make things better? They ain't gonna let you do that. You're crazy. Who you think you are? And she says, and I say, who is they? Who are we talking about? Who is they mm -hmm. that's not gonna let you? She said, you are they. So get off off your butt and start working. <laughs> you are yes. they. You make it happen. Mm -hmm. Get up and stop moving. Mm -hmm. Stop making it happen. <laughs> and she would always say, you is they. I, didn't, mm -hmm. I said, why you say you is they? Why do you say you are they? Because she was trying to get her, make her point. Mm -hmm. Clearly. Mm -hmm. Get up off. And you know, you might, not have, you might not have heard that. You're a little young. But you know, when you're growing up in the Jim Crow era, and there's nothing but racial segregation mm -hmm. and racial discrimination in, in every area of your life, housing, jobs, uh, anything, that was said a lot. Mm. That was, you must be out of your mind. They ain't gonna do this. You must be crazy. They ain't gonna, it was all the time. If there was a political conversation mm -hmm. about, uh, you know, taking action, and, right. dang, you crazy. That's what I heard all the mm -hmm. time, you know, in, in the era that I grew up in. And she speaks that every time, just about every time she got a mic mm -hmm. to, to, at, an, at an event or a program and I had some words to say. She wouldn't even wait for you to give her the mic. She'd just take the mic. I'd get up and say, thank you for coming. And this one, how did you like the show? She'd get up and take the mic. <laughs> <laughs> and she'd start talking. And that would be something she would say nearly every time. 
Because she was trying to compliment me. Mm -hmm. She was trying to point to me to say, you know, this girl here, this girl here, you know, she loved me to her, to all through her body because I was someone who would who was trying to carry on mm-hmm. what she knew yes. and what she had spent her lifetime doing. So she loved me deeply and I loved her too, but she would, but, but she was making a point about people. Mm-hmm. They are, they don't exist. You are they, you are they, let's mm-hmm. get it done. Get mm-hmm. up. Let's make it happen because you are they, mm-hmm. there is no, they, you are the, they that's going to bring things about. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, uh, that was, I'm glad I was able to come back to how mm-hmm. long, Lord? Mm-hmm. How long? Because it ain't right now. It's not right for me. It's not right for my children. It's not right. It's not right in the world, honey. Mm-hmm. And I felt that stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel it still. Right. Um, and, he, and he let me go on until I was spent. You know, you're done. You're exhausted. Right. You're tired. You ain't saying no more. That's it. I don't fussed enough. I was mad. I was angry. Because, you know, you a God? You God? And, and you can't do nothing about this? Mm-hmm. 400 years? How much longer? How long, God? How long? I was upset. <clears throat> and hurt. You hurt for your children now. Mm-hmm. You don't even hurt for yourself like you hurt for your children. Mm-hmm. You can take an arm off of, you know, you, you can give your arm. But, yes. but the children... And you see them hurting? Yes. And I'll tell you what happened that day that brought this about this this thing about my kids would come home. My kids did come home after school. They were fourth and fifth graders. And Alifa, who you you know them mm-hmm. both, she said, Mama, <clears throat> she said, We were outside today at recess. And the teacher asked one of my friends. How did her mother make money? And the girl told the teacher, I don't know. And the teacher said, and the teacher said, Well, how does she get money? And the and Alifa said, the girl dropped her head. And she didn't say anything else. Hurt, hurt, hurt. I know that I don't think that teacher knew anything about that mother, that child, or that child's mother. It was a casual question or she was just curious what kind of work does your mom do how do you get income and that kind of I don't even know what the ba- basis mm-hmm. of, maybe she was trying to embarrass the child maybe she was it could have been but I know the impact was it hurt that girl and it hurt Alifa it hurt, it hurt my daughter and she came back at the end of the day asking me why did she ask her that mom because the the girl and she repeated what the girl had said she didn't know and then she kept pushing her on that question. She dropped her head and didn't say anything else. And she knew the girl was deeply hurt by that. So that incident like that, I say she was in the fourth grade. She's nine years old. Mm-hmm. She's 41, 42 now. And I'll never forget that. And that, what, that prompted me to go to my room and have, this, have it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have it out, man. Come right. on, people. How long? How long? Mm-hmm. Damn, excuse mm-hmm. my expression, but you know, that's it was a custom time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh love. Jesus Christ, you are God of mm-hmm. a, you're a God of, of love. I mean, 
You're God. And here you have a people who, by the way, all over the world is treated this way. Right. It ain't just America. Because right. now that I've been all over the world, especially in these uh, uh, not industrialized cities so much, mm -hmm. but even uh, Australia was the worst one. Mm. Australia was the worst one. Really? All these people live in the outback. The Aborigines, they don't even live in the town. They still in their primitive outfits and stuff like that. You know, they just got the vote sometime in the 90s. I, I couldn't believe that. that. I didn't know that. The, the law, the, the, the government just passed a law to allow these aborigines, citizens, original citizens, mm -hmm. to vote. Whether they were in the outback or whether they were in the cities. They didn't have the right to vote. Mm -hmm. What? They're, they're not treated with respect. They don't have opportunities like the other. If they, they don't have the opportunities, they're not looked upon. This is a white country. Mm -hmm. Australia's white, white, right. white, white, and whites right. more. Right. You just taught me something new. I haven't heard of the Aborigines before. Yeah. Aborigines are the original people. Uh, you could call in, uh, Native Americans Aborigines, too. The people original, the original folks to the land. Okay. You know, the people who, mm -hmm. lived, who, were, who, who were occupants mm -hmm. uh, of the land from, from its beginning. You know, from thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago. Mm -hmm. So it's not just uh, Australians who have Aborigines. Right. That's just a term that term. they refer to them as. But... Uh, you know, in Alaska, it, I mean, in America, you mm -hmm. know, these are the original people. Mm -hmm. The original people mm -hmm. of the land. They didn't come here, migrate there from somewhere else. These are original, original. people. Mm -hmm. So we could call any of those groups mm -hmm. Aborigines, but that's the word that they use over there. <clears throat> and I talked to those people once because I'm very racially sensitive and conscious. I've been a, a political activist all of my grown-up life, really. And I'm shy, I'm, I'm pulling away from that the more I, you know, mm -hmm. understand and work, I work actively on that, mm -hmm. on, ch uh, on, on embracing we are here to awaken from the illusion of our separateness. Mm -hmm. But it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, a tough, it's tough. Right. Because the sensitivity about how you are treated mm -hmm. even today. Yes. And how our people are treated mm -hmm. even today. So I work on it. I, I, I really work on that. And I have someone I can talk to about that mm -hmm. to help me. I remember when I was in, uh, in uh, Australia, I had to call this man, this guy that started the meditation. Mm -hmm. And I had to whisper because there was other people in the room. But I said, I don't know what to do. I said, I don't know what to do here right now because I cannot function. I, I'm not able to be myself. I'm pretending here. I was the first few days I was there. I'm pretending to be okay, mm -hmm. but in my heart of hearts, I am not. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to keep pretending in front of the children and in front of the, you know, because I, I was in a world. I was in my head, mm -hmm. you know, and I had to try to come out because people started noticing. So I called, but... um. I had a chance in the course of those time, that time to talk with uh, some of the Aborigines, okay? Because, mm -hmm. you know, they, you go out there and they put on these fire dances mm -hmm. and they, put, they have their little original, costume, you know, grass skirts and stuff on and all that kind of stuff. And they're doing their native movements. And mm -hmm. So that's touristy stuff. Uh, and that's how they get paid. 
mm-hmm. and earn their money and that kind of thing. There are some that are completely educated and are in the city, and they're usually mixed. They're not black, black, black. Mm-hmm. They're usually mixed complexion and that kind of thing. But none of them were able to vote until sometime in the late 90s. Wow. But we were, it wasn't that long ago right. that we got the right to vote either. Right. But, um, so I asked one, one night, I said, uh, so how y'all feel, man, <laughs> in this mm-hmm. country? Right. How do you take, how do you feel in this country? Because this is your land. They, they have a great history and they, they can go back and talk about it all, all the time. And there's museums also set up for that, you know, mm-hmm. that, 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 uh, articulate, you know, thirty thousand years ago, and the, you know what they, how life was like, and this, that, and the third, their philosophy, and all that. And you know, this wise guy, he's a chief, and he said, uh, "There will come a time when they will need us mm-hmm. in order to survive, mm-hmm. because we know the land, and they will have to come and learn from us about the land and." And, and how to survive. Now, he might be talking about 100 years from now because he surely is not talking about today mm-hmm. unless climate change just wreaks havoc all over the world and then <clears throat> all that we mm-hmm. know is gone mm-hmm. and we have to start anew. I have no idea. But that's this guy's, uh, you know, not just understanding, but that's his understanding. He's very comfortable with mm-hmm. it. That's what I noticed about it. And so he's very comfortable with them. He's very comfortable with what's happening now. He doesn't appear to be bothered by the you know, the inequities. Because mm-hmm. he's in the, living in the outback. He's not living up there in the cities. Mm-hmm. So that's what I, and I, I, I appreciate it. I understood that from him and I appreciated it. I was able to give you some relief. Yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. That he's not bothered by it. Right. Why should I be bothered right. by it? He understands the bigger story mm-hmm. and the bigger picture mm-hmm. and the bigger scheme of things. So why should I be bothered by it? If that's mm-hmm. and that that clearly was what his I don't know that everybody in in Australia uh, feel that way, mm-hmm. but that's definitely what he said because I couldn't go any longer without finding you know because I was surprised I didn't know that I was going to encounter this I didn't know this is how the uh, native people of Australia lived and and how they were not part of mainstream uh, Australia mm-hmm. Australia's white girl. White and white and white some more. When we went to the little shopping area by ourselves, <laughs> you know where I'm going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just like being in America. Mm-hmm. Eyes following you. Mm-hmm. Not not that cheerful, welcoming, warm mm-hmm. greeting that, oh, where are you from? Yeah. You know, when we were out there as a group, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, very cheerful, very warm, very friendly, very friendly. Mm-hmm. But when we were two or three of us, uh, I know uh, Vanessa Vanessa Daniels went there too, and she and I were roommates, and maybe just the two of us went to a little shopping thing right mm-hmm. near the hotel and went in browsing and that kind of thing. No, it was just like in America. Eyes mm-hmm. following you. Mm-hmm. And no smiles. From a, hey, may I help you? Where are you guys from? No. Mm-hmm. No, That's that didn't More happen. like, what are you doing here? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's talk about the study abroad program that you have here because yeah. I think that is um, fascinating. Mm-hmm. I should say that you uh, provide the opportunity mm-hmm. for students that uh, 
otherwise would not get the opportunity mm-hmm. to to travel at a young age and to travel and study. Mm-hmm. How many countries have you guys Ooh, been gosh. to since Africa? Well, you know, we went to three countries in Africa: mm-hmm. uh, Kenya, Tanzania, and Egypt. And then we went to uh, to um, Mexico. We went to. Uh, several states from Mexico City all the way to the coast of Cancun. And that was six or seven, Tabasco, Oaxaca, Chiapas, and all that. Those are states mm-hmm. along the southern uh, the southern part of, uh, of Mexico. But that's just one country. Um, then uh, we went to India twice. We went to China. And in China, we went to three. We always go to many places in there, Beijing, Shanghai, John. Mm-hmm. Um, then uh, so that's, then we went to... Um, I think we we shared a trip to Alaska with uh, the the Pine Grove people, the the school that we partnered with. We sort of a sister mm-hmm. school. We have mm-hmm. a sister school over there in Pine Grove uh, in Shimla, um, India, and uh, Cuba. You know, we went to Cuba just before we went to uh, the time before last. It was Cuba. Uh, I don't have anything to say about that. I, I, I you know, it's a it's a. It's an interesting city. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting country. Mm-hmm. We went to several places. Mm-hmm. Um, then, of course, you know, we went to South Africa this past year, and uh, Dubai as a as an addendum to that. On the way back, we spent. That's an interesting. You know, it's built on a desert. Mm-hmm. It's a city built on a desert, and it's a it's a it's a Las Vegas multiple times over. But they, they there's nothing like Dubai anywhere in the world. That's mm-hmm. their intention. Mm-hmm. It's a tourist. And they have more money than they know what to do with. So, all of these are not all, but you had the the hotel we stayed in was just a big, big apartment, mm. you know. And they all had big rooms, big everything, very, very rich, rich, rich country. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so they intend to be to have the tallest building in the world. They purposefully. Uh, have the biggest mall in the world. They purposefully have all of these, you know, uh, attractions that right. are the biggest and the baddest and the greatest in the world. Mm-hmm. Because that's why you come. Mm-hmm. You're going to go and see and go up to the Khalifa, the tallest building in the world, 160 stories tall. Uh, you're going to come to go to these attractions, and that's what they have. Um so uh, so I'd said uh, Dubai and uh, South Africa mm-hmm. and Cuba and Australia and Alaska, which is not a country. It's part of the continental United mm-hmm. States. Um, China, uh, India, Mexico, and Africa. So that would be wow. nine right now. And uh, we will eventually go to Europe. I think we might go to Europe next year. And you know why? Because... We have that uh, high school for the fine arts, mm-hmm. and a lot of their history in the fine arts is in Europe. Mm. It's definitely in Europe, mm-hmm. uh, and Russia too. But you know, if you're, and so we might move to just having high school because we want study abroad. Now we've done travel abroad. Now right. we get the high school. We we want to do study abroad. Right. Uh, so Europe might be the next place, and it might be limited to the uh, the high school. It might be limited to the high school. So awesome. When I was going here, that's one thing when we were in the eighth grade, I wanted to stay here forever. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I I was like, Oh my god, I wish you know there was a high school to go to because mm-hmm. 
um, being here in this, you know, in that environment that mm-hmm. was created. So like, uh, artistic and you're learning different things and all of this and then to be <laughs> thrown into the the regular you know <laughs> public schools like what and why and how can I get back <laughs> to where <laughs> where I was so I'm very excited to see that you are uh working on a high school mm-hmm. um and that's going to be opening uh next August year. next year because mm-hmm. yes. you know they're still under construction mm-hmm. and they won't be done till maybe fe- February I think mm-hmm. so that doesn't allow us to start it this year because mm-hmm. it's not done but it is a school of biotechnology nice. and the fine arts so because that's a very big emerging industry mm-hmm. and it affects every uh, every part of life and living biotechnology mm-hmm. does so uh, that's going to be really outstanding mm. It's, it's the program, the curriculum, we've got it built up from a consultant uh, out in California who's done this many times. And uh, then the fine arts, yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. It is. It, it, and it's meant we, and the intention is to make it a premier mm. institution, mm-hmm. not like anything else, mm-hmm. uh, really, not just in this region, but breaking new ground mm-hmm. for a high school program that prepares kids for careers. Um, so and the career it does lead you to college and mm-hmm. university training mm-hmm. uh, for most of them. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to because you know if you're an outstanding performer, you know artist, you can go right from here to a repertory company, uh, right. you know a theater. Right. You can go to Broadway right mm-hmm. from here. Yeah. So now the high school will provide that opportunity yeah. of, of nurturing the, the children. All the way all, through. Yes. We call it career pathways. They're career pathways. It's not Beautiful. Just, yeah. No, no, you know, it's not a, you know, there's no sports and all these other extras. You have to really be uh, serious about your future, de- you know, committed, you know, you're passionate. That's the word. Mm-hmm. Passionate about it. So if you're not, it won't really work out for you because it's going to be very intense, mm-hmm. a lot of hard work. Uh, honors classes because they go quicker and mm-hmm. shorter uh, and you just want and, but they don't have to be honor students coming they need mm. to be talented and they need to have a 2.5 okay. GPA so there's no there's no audition to get they, in they or that is have, that that's the, okay. that's that's the thing you got to audition to get in okay mm-hmm. yeah nice. so uh, so but you have to have talent of course but you could just have the potential too you may not have the, had all the training you needed as a vocalist or an mm-hmm. instrumentalist and that kind of thing, but you, the people who are in charge of those programs need will will have a, a rubric to use to determine the potential, uh, the attitude, you know, the uh, attitude for correction, because that's a problem mm-hmm. for for performing groups. You know, they have big heads sometimes and. Or they're, I don't know. We we see that mm-hmm. in the in the in the middle school program here. Mm-hmm. So, but so they we're working out all those kinds of details. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Doctor. It's been my pleasure. I'm taking I, this I, I've time. I've been to the barn and back, uh, to the moon and back. I don't even know how much of that you can really <laughs> air, girl. Let Three just... part series. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Oh, my. I, I really, really, really. Um, want you to and I know you say you're humble and you know and everything Mm -hmm. um, which is a beautiful thing but I really want you to just understand how 
big of a deal mm-hmm. <laughs> as to say that um you are to to this community and to this town to be able to um bring something and, and birth something with with the help of others and being mm-hmm. inspired of mm-hmm. course and mm-hmm. of course with the help of God and being able to be led by God but to to birth something of this magnitude in such a small area um you know mm-hmm. and giving children and adults mm-hmm. you know opportunities to to see something different and work in their passion because I can imagine the teachers being able to come here and actually do something that they love and be excited to you know to teach and then the children being introduced to to just different things other than what they see in mm-hmm. their regular mm-hmm. surroundings in their mm-hmm. regular neighborhoods it's it's a it's a big deal and I thank you so much mm-hmm. like I said because you just um inspired me and 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 my life path probably would have been different if I didn't come mm-hmm. here and mm-hmm. I'm very grateful just for the chain reaction of like my parents you know hearing about well um Aunt Gloria so I call mm-hmm. her Miss Gloria mm-hmm. but for that reaction, mm-hmm. that trickle down domino effect, mm-hmm. you know, of everything of mm-hmm. you being led to even open up the uh, YP program for mm-hmm. that blossoming into what this is is uh, Salaby Howard and for Miss um, Salaby Howard inspiring you and taking you under her wing, like all of that. Yeah. It's so it's so beautiful mm-hmm. to see how everything mm-hmm. comes mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. and how you can uh, affect different people in a generation just by by listening and giving God a yes mm-hmm. you know and I, I think thank that's you for so, saying that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's so the beautiful. start of it all right that's right and then he's got the plan to unfold right. as you go along right it's all him right too. I want to close this by by reciting something that she wrote and it's mm-hmm. called when I lay me down to die mm-hmm. and it goes like this When I lay me down to die, have bade farewell this beauteous world of valleys green and oceans swirled, of fragrant blossoms and birds that sing, of happy voices with childlike ring, of ecstasy from lover's kiss, though evermore I'm done with this, and my journey through eternity to the dawn of nothing be. I shall begin it cheerfully if little children let fall a tear to express the love they bear and weep my passing from this earth, because till death, yea, from birth, for truth and goodness I have striven, because of kindness I have given, if they should weep to have me stay, because I've lighted up their way, then happy upon my couch I'll lie when I lay me down to die. Mm, Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And I want to mention that that was written by Sally B. Howard in 1948 when she was 41 years old. Mm -hmm. And she lived another 60-something years to to fulfill. Not even to fulfill because she wrote it already being fulfilled. Mm. That was where she was on her journey of 41 years. Mm -hmm. She was already there realizing that if children that my that purpose my the purpose of my life is about pouring into children inspiring them creating a pathway for them and if they should if i should achieve that this is what she's saying and if i can achieve that then i'm happy 
-hmm. When I lay me down to die, I have fulfilled my purpose. Let me add this. She often would uh, walk around the facility. She was in a nursing home, though she uh, just needed it for safety. She was very independent. Mm -hmm. um, and and um, she would be talking to God. And uh, the people in the uh, facility would say, Sally, who are you talking to? You talking to yourself? <laughs> and she would say, no, I'm talking to God. I'm just thanking God. I'm just thanking God for the life he's given me. And I'm asking him, have I done what you wanted me to do? Hmm. Lord, have I done what you wanted me to do? <laughs> wow. That's, uh, that's, she was a very powerful influence on me, obviously. But I almost feel like, you know, she and I are just totally one. Yes. One in and spirit. And I feel that. Because mm -hmm. those words that she wrote in 1948, that's exactly what I have come to embrace for myself. I have embraced who she is, what her vision is, and what her life's purpose was, mm -hmm. and made it mine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I made it mine. I was just going around in the world, I suppose, yeah. until we met, and then my life took on another life, and it took on her life. Mm -hmm. And I am so pleased with that. Even I've been recently saying, I, I'm asking myself that too. Have I done what you wanted me to do? And I feel pretty much like I have. Mm -hmm. Or, or that's, that, 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 you know, it's just like, so someone came uh, to connect with uh, uh, Sally to move that vision forward. Someone is here, or someones are here connecting with me to move that vision forward. And I'm pretty clear about that. And I'm pretty satisfied with that. I'm Just for me, I'm satisfied. And therefore, I feel like, you know, I can move on. And it and, and then the the vision that God had has for this school will continue, continue with the, he's sending, he's always sending the people to carry it forward, you know, to pass the baton to. Mm -hmm. She passed the baton to me. Mm -hmm. And I'm passing the baton on to Septosa, mm -hmm. if she will accept. Mm -hmm. um, and Mr. Agawal, he's already accepted, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, and I just, you know, feel like, okay, well, my work is done too. You know, mm -hmm. my work may be done too. Maybe not. I can't for sure say that. But in my heart and mind, I'm feeling like my work is done. Not maybe 100% because I got to hear. And I'm not trying to die either. <laughs> but maybe there's another. Right. Maybe there's another uh, portion that I would do. I just keep talking about that. I don't know why. But my family, my kids say, stop talking about that. She, they say, stop mm -hmm. talking about that. We don't want to hear you talking about that because it does sound like if my work is done, I'm, I can go on home. I can go home to Jesus now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I don't think your work <laughs> is done. That, if that's the case, your work is definitely not done yet. Okay, okay. well, I'll, yeah. I'll stop talking okay. like it might be done already. <laughs> but you you're, you feel fulfilled. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's mm -hmm. a good way to express mm -hmm. it, yeah. I, and for many, many years... When people would talk to me, I would be very conscious of the fact that we haven't gotten anywhere yet. 
we're just starting out or even if we'd been going on for 10 or 15 years, but I, it was it was like, I thank you for saying that because it was like, we haven't arrived anywhere yet. Mm -hmm. We're just, we, it's the possibilities, it's looking good, we're working hard, but we haven't arrived anywhere mm -hmm. uh, that I've yet. And I think what you just said is is more of what I am trying, what I'm feeling. I'm feeling like we've, made, we've, we've arrived somewhere, mm -hmm. you know, that we've accomplished mm -hmm that we're at a place where we've accomplished something that I can feel, I can say to my, I can feel in my heart, we've accomplished something. Mm -hmm. It's not like we've finished any. So that, that helps to clarify. Because for most years, I could, and this is the first time I can say, I think that we, I can say I feel that we've accomplished something. I never would ever be able to say that, right, except until now. I think because of what we have accomplished up to now. And the, the future, uh, the, the, where we're headed, is really very promising.